This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1307. Three speaking practice tips with IELTS students, Eloisa and Burak. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with the IELTS whiz, Aubrey Carter, and today's featured guest, If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. IELTS students Eloisa and Burak join us today to answer speaking part three questions. Don't miss this episode because you'll hear feedback for their answers, as well as tips for practicing with a speaking partner. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Welcome, everyone. We have a very exciting episode today. We have two students. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see Burak and Eloisa. Can you introduce yourselves? Eloisa, we'll let you go first. Where are you from? Why are you taking the IELTS exam? Okay. Hello, everyone. Nice to meet you, Aubrey. Nice to meet you, Burak. And it's a pleasure to be here. I am a meteorologist from Brazil. And I'm studying IELTS because I might apply for some postgraduate um, studies abroad. So it's kind of interesting for me. Awesome. We're so happy to have you join us. We're excited for you listeners to be able to hear some speaking practice today and get tips on how to practice together. But first, Burak, can you introduce yourself? Thanks. Sure. This is Burak from Turkey, and uh, I am a master's student right now. Uh, I'm doing my master's actually in uh, intercultural communication. So I'm planning to continue my education with a PhD. And to do that, I need a, an IELTS score to apply for different universities uh, outside of Turkey. And um, this is the best way uh, to practice English listening to IELTS IELTS Energy podcast. And it's an honor to be here. Nice to meet you, Eloisa and Aubrey. And I hope it'll be a great episode. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you both for joining us. This is very fun. Awesome to get both of your voices on the podcast. So let's let our listeners know what we'll be doing today. First, we're going to have Burak and Eloisa ask each other part three questions. They'll provide answers. They'll each answer two questions, and then they will give each other feedback on those answers. And then I will provide feedback for their feedback and also for the answers, right? We'll first let you know, just as a reminder, because we've talked about this quite a bit on the podcast, but as a reminder, we'll let you know what to listen for when you're providing feedback to a speaking partner for part three questions. And then 
After, we're going to give you three ways you can practice together with a speaking partner. Doesn't have to be a native speaker. It can be someone else who's studying for the IELTS exam or just someone else who's learning English. Or it could also be a native speaker. You can practice with anyone. So we'll give you three ways to do that. Three things you should be doing while you practice with a speaking partner. Okay, so let's dive right in first. As a reminder, when you practice for IELTS Part 3, there are some very specific things the examiner is listening for that you want to listen to for as well. You want to think about all four scores here. First, we're not going to worry much about the grammar score. When you're practicing with a speaking partner, don't stress about the grammar. We're wanting to focus on the other three scores, okay? So vocabulary. You want to be using high-level, less common, interesting vocabulary, idiomatic language, phrasal verbs and idioms when possible. And then the fluency and coherence score, you want to be eliminating pauses, hesitations, both at the beginning of answers by using filler phrases and during the answer, trying to think of words. We want to eliminate those pauses to score seven or higher. And you need to add enough details for an answer. Part three answers should be about a minute. And so you're providing quite a bit of detail. You can't repeat ideas. You need to have new details, right? And then your pronunciation score. You cannot use a monotone. You have to have interesting intonation that matches the question. Slow down to emphasize adjectives, adverbs. Like a native, our intonation goes up and down. So those are the things you're listening for. And you can provide any feedback as far as what they did well and what they could work on or improve for you know, going forward for test day. Okay, let's dive in. First, we'll have Burak ask Eloisa your two questions. Ask one, I'll be timing, so don't stress about that. If you go quite a bit over a minute, I'll jump in and say thank you and let you answer your next, ask next question, all right? All right, Burak, go ahead. Okay. How do most people travel long distances in your country? How do, how do they do that, sorry? Yes. Okay. Um, it's becoming very popular by airplane. Nowadays, people are getting more tickets, cheaper tickets to travel. And also our airports are, I mean, these structures are being well developed and they have more choices. They, they have more locations that they, they can reach. I mean, Brazil, it's a very continental, uh, country. We have a lot of land over here. And for example, if you decide go by car to the northeast portion of Brazil, you're going to spend like days. So it, it is one of the most interesting destinations to go northeast portion of Brazil. We have beautiful landscapes, beautiful beaches. And I guess I would say, how do they get there? It, it is most becoming more, most popular going by plane but i right, thank I you mean, okay go ahead okay. okay so this should i give you the second question yes go ahead and ask the next all one right. all right the second question is how do you think transportation will change in the future oh i think we are going to improve our methods of, of sharing transportation optimizing our paths i mean we have some initiatives over here in Brazil, like, um, for example, 
It is a bus that you can book and it is not going only to stop in the, the standard places that it should stop. It will stop where they have demand for this. So I think in the future, maybe through technology, through new apps, we are going to have a transportation methods like more shared and, and optimize it like this. All right. Awesome. Okay, Burak, can you provide some feedback on both of these answers? And then I'll sure. help out after that. Go ahead. Well, I think we didn't have much problem with pronunciation. It was all clear as far as I could hear. And uh, I heard some idiomatic language and he used some uh, fillers like, I guess, I think, um, oh, like she was also expressing these. And she used also great vocabulary. I think she talked about continental, for example. That was, I think, one of the key points here. And also in the second question, uh, demand optimize, like these are really good vocabulary, I think, to use uh, in IELTS. And just one thing I caught, maybe I'm not sure about the initiatives or initiatives. That was this word. Uh, I couldn't be sure how to pronounce that. Overall, fluency was great because I could follow what's happening and uh, the idea was flowing in a good way. So I think uh, it was, this was a, a successful answer. for Great job. Questions. Excellent feedback. Yes. It's really great the way you um, noted the pronunciation of initiatives. This is something that you can help with, right? If you're, especially if you're unclear what word they're using, this is tricky pronunciation. It's the A is soft initiatives, right? Not huge, but this is something that a speaking partner can really help to point out words that you might be mispronouncing and not even realize, right? But I agree, Barak, great feedback, excellent high-level vocabulary, lots of good detail. One thing to listen for in someone's answers is repetition of vocabulary, especially words that you could easily use a different, less common word. You used beautiful a couple of times in your first answer, saying like beautiful beaches, beautiful scenery. Think of all the ways that you could say beautiful. Eloisa, give me another one. It's a higher level, less common way to say beautiful. Marvelous. That would work, right? Stunning, spectacular, Stunning. marvelous. Especially before you say beautiful twice, pull in another one. You know other synonyms, right? To boost that okay. vocab score. But other than that, great job using linking phrases. You had a few linking phrases, for example. Barack noticed some very native fillers. So yeah, this, these are very high scoring answers. You have plenty of detail. The first one, the examiner would cut you off to just to ask another question. Don't let that stress you out. They just have so many questions they have to ask. And if the time is running out, they'll have to cut you off. So great job. And good job on the feedback, Barack, right? Definitely let them know what they're doing right. And then also share anything that can be improved for the following questions. Okay, let's have Eloisa. Can you ask Burak his two questions? Okay, let's go. So is shopping a popular activity in your country? Oh, absolutely. Shopping is one of the uh, most, uh, most popular activities because uh, every time we are going out, uh, we, we are uh, passing by a kind of uh, shop, or even if you are not going out, you are uh, using your computer, your uh, your mobile phone, and you are always exposed to lots of advertisements, lots of ads on your phones, and you are seeing a lot of uh, ads about buying things in shops. So it's a really, um, we can say that it's a really uh, amazing, and also at the same time, um, really 
good uh, way to uh, to shop, like online shopping, I mean. And this is the most uh, um, done way of shopping. And I believe that the people in Turkey are uh, good at online shopping, especially in the Thank five you. years. Yes. Go ahead. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How have shopping habits changed over recent years? Um... I think that's a tricky question to to say to answer because uh we see that uh in let's say 10 years ago it's been so different than this because we didn't have this much technology technological advancements but right now we see amazing uh technological uh changes and this changes our uh amends our uh way of uh shopping for example last last uh, last night I made a shopping online and I bought a computer uh, and because mine was not working well so i looked uh, pros and cons of the computer online and i could see uh, reviews of the, the material that i'm i'm looking for so i think uh, it is changing in in this way and i believe it'll change more like maybe we won't see any shops around and we'll shop only online so that's uh, that's something that i i uh, i estimate for the future all right eloisa go ahead with some feedback Awesome. Well, I must confess that I was very interested to know better Turkey habits of shopping. <laughs> so I, I tried to pay attention to some things that I can say. First of all, you use a nice and good vocabulary. I mean, you try to explain uh, why was it a popular activity because you have shoppings everywhere. You can do it just in the tap of your hand with your phone. And I noticed it that you tried, I don't know if because you're not that very used to go shopping, but you had some extra pauses like, mm, uh, and I heard Aubrey and maybe the other present, presenters saying that you should use less pauses like this. Mm -hmm. But so that's a good tip. But overall, I really like it. And I really like it to know a little bit more about your country. <laughs> Nice. Thank Excellent. You. Great job. Yes. Lots of good vocabulary. Lots of good ideas. Burak, a couple of things to work on. First of all, you started that first question so well saying, oh, absolutely. But then you slipped right into a monotone where you said shopping is yeah. one of the most popular activities and your intonation's very flat. Slow down. And like if you're going to say you. the word very, right? Shopping or let's see, one of the most rather. Shopping is one of the most popular mm. activities, right? Emphasize mm. those words to get you that higher scoring intonation. And then Eloise is exactly right. There were a few times where there's a pause, a hesitation, you'd say, uh, so it's really good, right? You're, it feels like you're sort of running out of things, running out of ideas, add more detail. Talk about someone you know who loves to shop. Name a mm -hmm. store nearby where people shop. There are so many things you can say, so much detail you can add to boost that fluency score and really avoid that um, and then pausing, thinking what to say. 
and filler phrases. You used a great one to begin your second phrase, right? Well, that's a tricky question. You need to have several at the ready in your pocket in the middle of a question. If you suddenly your mind goes blank, what can you say? Right. And and even if you say that, right, oh, I'm kind of drawing a blank. I honestly don't shop that much. So but I know a lot of people who do. Right. So you mm-hmm. just have to have something to say. And then again, vocabulary repetition. You were saying um, technological changes. And then so this changes this and this changes that. Avoid that repetition. Think of all the ways you could say that. Adjusts or adjustments. So this makes a difference in this way. Paraphrase and use synonyms so that you're not repeating vocabulary or ideas. All right. But great job. Excellent answers. Right. Some things to work on. You can see how much it would help to have a speaking partner to be able to listen and give you feedback because it's difficult to just practice in the mirror and know what you could work on. Right. So, okay, let's move into this next part where I want to provide three tips for you guys and for listeners when you are practicing, especially for part three, what you can do. The first thing right now, after you've answered the questions and provided feedback, you can together brainstorm more details, more vocabulary, right? You can add like just sort of like I did where you could say talk about a specific shopping center if you don't like to shop say that tell about someone you do know who likes to shop and then like some of the um, other options I gave for the word changes together you can come up with those or one of you can make suggestions so think about how could I improve this answer next time and brainstorm that together right number two is time to time each other a minute And then do what I did, say thank you if they have hit a minute or maybe even a little before that. So you start to get a feeling for how long a minute is for these part three questions. That's what you want to aim for. And then my third tip is practice interrupting each other, just like I did, right? Just say thank you and then ask your next question. This will happen on IELTS, especially they're being much more strict about timing. The examiner will likely have to cut you off and ask another question. You need to be ready to not let that throw you off and be able to just dive right into the next question. So practice this, practice timing. And at about a minute, say thank you and ask the next question. And let yourself, just like you guys did today, that was perfect. Let yourself go long so that your speaking partner has to interrupt you and give you that feedback, right? And give you that um, feeling of knowing what it feels like to be interrupted, not let it affect you and go right into your next answer. What do you guys think? Tell me, Eloisa, these three sort of ways that you can practice part three, how do you feel like those could help you on test day? Yeah, I, I'm definitely super happy to be in this dynamic because I think sometimes we, we know the vocabulary, we know uh, what to say if someone asks, but the timing, uh, our nervous status and, <laughs> and this, of course, can take out of good score that we could have if we had practiced more the, the environment right so it's yes, absolutely it's really nice this right mm-hmm. those nerves that anxiety you might feel the more prepared you are the more confident you will be and the more you'll have control over that because you'll feel like i have done this i've practiced i know what to feel and you will feel less nervous so that's a really good point barack what do you think how do you think this will help you to practice for ielts speaking 
Well, I think uh, we are going to see what we are going to have in the exam. So it, it is amazing to, to, uh, to think in this way. And first of all, in the first question, I couldn't speak this uh, fluently. So this might happen in, in, this, in the exam. And we cannot say, say anything about the, the question. So in, in that moment, we can help each other. Oh, you could say this. Maybe you are out of ideas and your friend can help you in this way. And uh, also with the, um, we can say, intruding parts. Like sometimes, as you said, the timing is important. And if you don't know what the time is uh, and how can we uh, keep track of our time. So with these kind of activities, these kinds of practices with our speaking partner, I'm sure it'll be uh, much better and we'll thrive in our scores with these uh, tips and tricks. Absolutely. I love that use of the verb thrive. That's the goal, right? We want to thrive on test day instead of going in nervous and, and lacking that confidence. And this practice, this preparation is the way that you do that. So thank you guys again so much for joining us today. I think we've been able to provide listeners with some amazing tips, encourage you guys to practice with other speaking partners. You can find them with us through our community and you can find them online, right? It doesn't have to be in person. Luckily, we have so many resources at our disposal to be able to practice like this over Zoom or StreamYard today. So thanks again, guys, for joining us. Awesome job on your practice answers. Pleasure. All right, awesome. We'll see you next Thank time. You. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.